Hello there, and welcome to this episode of Special Unit 352, or SU-352 for short. My name is Max, and this is my co-host Peyton, and we became fast friends over our mutual love of Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much that we wanted to talk about it all the time, so we decided to record it. Today we'll be talking about ep- Bad Batch Season 1, Episode 15, The End, Part 1, Return to Camino. Peyton, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic, Max. Uh, that was a very, very loud, um, elongated <laughs> uh, time that you just did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and by the way, it's the finale part one. Yeah, finale part end. one. The end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing fantastic. I've just been on my phone practically all morning trying to get this. Um, registration for the uh, pass holder preview for the Ratatouille attraction. Uh, more trouble than it's worth, I think. Mm. Uh, personally, I feel like this should be, um, you should be able to do it from your app. I Especially agree. if you're a pass holder already. I agree. I'm not sure if that's like impl- implementable at the moment, but I do think that that should be what the future is. Honestly, Disney Technologies day, these days is like a broken Buzz Lightyear, man. <laughs> Only in Spanish? What, what are you trying to say there? <laughs> I don't know. Does he have any other languages you can say him to? <laughs> but um, how was your week? How's your uh, week been going? Uh, it's been going okay. Uh, we have, uh, we've been planning, uh, helping my family plan my sister's birthday and, oh, yeah. and my daughter's birthday and, mm-hmm. uh, helping a friend move in, uh, mm-hmm. into our place, uh, and, uh, <laughs> trying to figure out what we're supposed to do with our car that exploded. Uh, what? Uh, oh yeah. I took, a, I took the castle run a little too quick. Uh, and it uh, it blew <laughs> up on me on the way to Brandon. <laughs> was it less than twelve parsecs? <laughs> I think it was about three. <laughs> oh, Hans Hitler would not be happy. You <laughs> want to be mad? It's oh, um, the trash. It's it was the, the car was trash. So yeah. uh, we. I don't want to get into the weeds about it, but it was a lot of money, no. and it's done and over with, and now we're looking mm-hmm. for a new one, and that was a lot of money and a lot well, of stress, but it's over. Yeah. It's done. Why don't you get a, um, I don't know, get an Imperial class so destroyer or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I can't um, afford a TIE fighter. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can't afford an X-Wing. I, hell, I can't even drive an X-Wing. <laughs> um, so I heard your daughter went to Disney on Monday. Yes, she did. She loves the teacups more than life itself. God, she came home Matt singing. Tea party, I cannot do Matt tea party anymore. I'm sorry. I, but, I don't. I don't do rides well, man. I have a need for slow. I, I have the opposite of the need for speed. <laughs> so you say you won't do Star Tours or Millennium Falcon or Rise of the Resistance? I like Rise of the Resistance. I I really like uh, the Millennium Falcon. If I'm not the pilot. I found out uh-huh. last time that if I'm the pilot, I am the screen is like almost touching my nose and my stomach just immediately flips. So you prefer to just walk around and enjoy like the design work of things. Oh yeah. Talk to the characters, which, uh see which what art there they are did. Any characters to talk to, <gasps> practically. 
Oh. And there hasn't been. There hasn't been any characters to talk to in Galaxy's Edge since it opened, except for Kylo Ren and, I don't know, Ray, maybe? Chewbacca. Their original character that I've never been able to talk to, uh, but, like, they have a book out. I haven't read the book on her. The mm-hmm. blue-haired woman. Okay, I have no idea. I know that they used to have R2-D2 that you could go hang out with in the back office of the Droid Depot, but he hasn't been there since uh, the pandemic, and I know you you used to meet, uh, go meet BB-8 over at the launch bay, but obviously he hasn't been there. Yeah. Um, I think you'd probably be more interested in, I don't know, say the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yes, if I only had $5,000 for the, quote, full experience, end quote. 5000 Listeners, we've... Debated about this in previous episodes, whether there will be a second season to The Bad Batch. Disney has announced yesterday that there will be a season two of The Bad Batch. Involving Clarence Falls 99. Um, I don't know if that gives anything away or not. But uh, they're the main characters. That's like <laughs> there's going to well, be another episode us. of uh, of uh, the book of Boba starring Boba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't it doesn't tell us whether all the clones from Clone Wars ninety nine will be present. Nope. The, in the season, the thumbnail for um, it on the Disney Plus app because they mm-hmm. are uh, the news is on there as well um, that season two was approved. It does have Crosshair standing with the rest of the Bad Batch. That's a big spoiler, if you ask me. But I th- um, I think that it is it's uh, hedging your bets it, yeah. uh, because it's not telling you anything that you wouldn't get from the other thumbnail. You'd have Mm-mm. to watch all of season one in order to really ask the question like, oh, is he a part of this or not? Right. Yeah, so that's, you know, it's very exciting to have a season two. Um, Man, that's just another uh, show to cover during next year. I mean, ongoing or not, I don't know. Um, I did find out they are supposed to start filming season three of Mandalorian very soon. Um, Pedro Pascal has discussed having his helmet off throughout most of that season. Oh. Which one makes me wonder, is he disillusioned with the watch? Or has his time being apparent to Grogu influenced him? Or maybe it's um, Bo-Katan and, you know, how she takes her helmet off, you know? Yeah. Maybe he's thinking... Because he was definitely a part of a death cult. So yeah. maybe, maybe. So we don't have too. We don't have too many. De- we don't have too many details, uh, but there is confirmed to be a time jump in this okay. next season. Don't don't know how long, um, but Luke Skywalker and Grogu are confirmed for the season. Um, I believe Pascal is going to show up in the season later on because he's not going to be filming his stuff until a couple months after initial filming starts. I guess he's doing something else right now. Okay. Um, but he's supposed to have a cameo in the Book of Boba, too. Cool. Um, another interesting thing is Grogu is supposed to get some sort of lightsaber action, according to John Favreau, against a new villain. Um, don't know, but there's been a lot of talk about this, and 
an actress slated to be Mara Jade. Guys, I believe this is happening. Oh this my is, god, this is so cool. Now, whether I don't know how this is going to connect with the sequel trilogy, if at all. Um, one thing which is kind of confirmed, kind of not, is I believe we're going to get to see the temples that we caught glimpses of in the sequel trilogy. Meaning that John Favreau is moving the temple and its students to an earlier time rather than have it be later. Which means there might be more Jedi around. Possibly that Ben Solo didn't massacre all the students. <laughs> um, I don't want to even get into that. It's too far into the future, my friends. Um, but one quick question before we go into the Galactic Star Cruise and Max. How do you feel about season two? Uh, Bad Bats coming out. I... I mean, season one is not even over yet. I really want to see... Like, with this episode that just launched today, I'm very, uh-huh. very excited to see what the rest of this show is going to look like. Because I don't... What I really liked about The Bad Batch is, like, I don't... I The end of almost every episode has been, like, where do we go now? Right. Like, what do we do? So I'm... Ex- <laughs> exactly. Like, in a good way. Not like a, all right, so where is this going? But, like, really, like, what, now what? This is cool. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same. Um, I mean, I I think we've been pretty good with guessing some of the events that has that have happened. I believe one of our guesses, or my guess at least, came through for this episode. Yeah, you, you know, moved I'll, him. I'll bring I'll bring that up a little bit later. Yeah, but uh, t- time is ticking, so we need to discuss this. Um, the Star Cruiser. So oh I was, my gosh. So I was correct. Uh, two guests per cabin will be $1,210 per guest per night for a grand total of $4,809 for the full experience. Why are you tagging on the $9? What's that $9 going to do? Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, if um, you want to send us, uh, you, dear listener, want to send us on a star cruise, uh, my PayPal is in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll send, I'll Good luck send with um, that. Personally, I feel like they've revealed a bit too much, but there's obviously still some stuff they haven't discussed with us. There is a captain's table uh, fee, add-on fee. So I guess that's, spe- that's a special table you can sit at in the middle of the uh yes dining room. Um I really like this. I, I like this setup where essentially you're paying for your park ticket along with your hotel. Man, and there's a Tagruton in the picture sitting right next to a family of three Oh, this is so cool, man. I'm so, so I'm so here for this. Me me too. I mean I I know I've read some I've read some comments and Oh, the there's some post. they've got Sabak tables. Oh yeah, you can play you can uh play a game of Hollow Sabak. What? Oh my <laughs> um, god, this is so cool. Right now, oh man. No. It's Max, you're like a you're like a kid in the candy store, okay? Um, oh, I've been dreaming of this since I played it <laughs> since I played Sabak the first time in Knights of the Old Republic in like 2005. Are you kidding well, me? Well, They've been working on this for five years, my friend. Oh, Um, dude. It's going to be cool. Go read about it on our Facebook page. Um, 
Oh, yeah. And get those credits ready. And now let's jump into the new episode, Return to Camino. Uh-huh. So, Max, first thoughts? First thoughts? Uh, there's a reason why you're the Jedi. Uh, you called, like, three or four things that happened. Really? Oh, yeah. You called Tarkin. You called Moving Hunter. You called, like... <laughs> You call a lot of stuff that worked out immediately. <laughs> well, the title said it for me, at least for the Camino stuff. Actually, if you look at the title, it doesn't tell you that it's called The Return of Camino. It just says Finale Part 1. Yeah. And then and after then, the logo comes up, and it's like, Bad Batch. And then it says, and uh, Camino. Return yeah, my, Camino. Um, my, um, my audio description is a British guy. Return to so, Camino. Hunter has been restrained by Crosshair. Yeah, things like that. Um, you should really give it a look, uh, listen. Um, but I guess, yeah, I guess I did have a bit of a clairvoyance. Force, clairvoyant for, force the site with a hyphen in the middle of that. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, I guess things do work out. Dreams come true. <laughs> um, uh, what was but, your uh, What was your first thought? Well, I looked at the runtime obviously before starting it, and I thought oh, this is kind of short, but it is part one. So I don't know. Maybe part two will be the same length. Maybe it'll be longer. I actually, I enjoyed this episode. I really liked. Did this not episode. get Rex. I didn't get Rex like I wanted. Um, I doubt Rex is going to even make an appearance now in the, in the rest of this season. Um, it's kind and by of like, the rest of the season, you mean next episode? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> next episode. Um, I mean, I don't know unless. And I don't know. I mean, unless Sid has a way of contacting him and saying, hey, my group has disappeared. I need your help. My <laughs> friends, gaggles, muscles, sack of booty, and tiny. And tiny and the All robot them. guy with his little mechanical arm. He is not, uh, like, I call him Artu Shmitu. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, unless she's got contact with Rex or uh, maybe Gregor might send Rex or get some people together. Um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. I, I enjoyed the episode. thought it was really great. Got a lot of episode two Attack of the Clone uh, music vibes. They really did. Especially when you land, when they were landing on Camino, uh, across there and Hunter. Mm -hmm. You get the that music right before uh, Obi Wan walks in and he meets uh, Tonway or Tonway or whatever her name was, and she keeps him out. <laughs> That's the Jedi. <laughs> I tell you, there, there could be. Um, but you, ha uh, what were your thoughts? Good. Yeah, I'm super. Uh, I'm super excited to dig into this one because a lot of things happened. Uh, not necessarily spoken about, but definitely on screen. 
like the juxtaposition of the Havoc Marauder, like the Clone Wars shuttle and the new shuttles that are Imperial and look more and more like the Emperor's personal shuttle from Episode 6. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, you ready to jump in? I believe I am ready to jump in. There was one more thing that just occurred to me that we forgot to cover, but I think we can cover that at the end. Okay. So, all right. This episode opens uh, on a row class shuttle traveling through hyperspace. hyperspace. Uh, I tell you, I love these. I love this new way of traveling through hyperspace. The the bluish stuff, or do you prefer the original? look of it i prefer the blue uh i feel like the they did a good job with the technology they had in four five and six and now it feels like the blue makes it feel more i don't know like it makes it pop off the screen more instead of just black and white yeah, you know i noticed that when i was when i first watched episode seven um cough cough <laughs> yeah. i mean i i didn't like it personally because i felt like it was too snazzy but i mean I, I guess it works i'm digging it yeah uh, a captive hunter is visited by his former comrade crosshair hunter asks where they're going and crosshair tells him that he and his squad will soon find out yeah uh he takes crosshair takes the the personal comm off of hunter and turns it on and Hunter says that that won't work because the Bad Batch will know that it's a trap. Crosshair counters that they will still come for him. Uh, it's a trap. They'll still come for you anyway. Hunter is left <laughs> in the cell with two armed elite squad troopers. The elite squad uh, eventually become uh, like ESO2 and ESO3. Um, they turn into the Doom Troopers, the Black Troopers from Rogue One. Oh, you mean the Death Troopers? Yeah. Not Doom Troopers? What are you talking about? Sorry, I've been playing a lot of Doom. I just hear a lot of... It's fine. I'm making a metal album along with this. If you want to sponsor that, my PayPal is... All right, I'm cutting this out too. Cutting over to Ordman Intel... Echo repairs the Havoc Marauder. As Echo repairs the Havoc Marauder, Omega is having a breakdown. She's having a fit, dude. She's she's freaking out, and uh, <laughs> Echo's just like, just just hand me the monkey wrench, dude. Just just hand hand me the monkey wrench. And she's like, I can't. Uh, we have to go fix him, and uh, we have to go get him. And Echo's like, I can't do that with a broken ship. Well, I mean, I I see where. Where they're coming, I mean, where he's coming from, I, I see where she's coming from. I mean, Hunter is kind of like her, like her father. Yeah, and sort of. I mean, if you're not counting Django, I mean, and Echo, it, it, we still don't know if they've ever met. And but. actually, uh, jumping ahead a little bit, uh, just so that we could talk about it, um, mm -hmm. when Omega is older than the Bad Batch in real time. You mean like the actress? No, no, no. The character remembers the Bad Batch in the vats in Nala Say's oh. office. Oh, my gosh. You know what? And I know why. It's the growth acceleration. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Um, so that is why really, that explains why yeah. she feels such a strong connection to the Bad Batch. 
other than for plot device. Like she actually she watched these people yeah. grow up. She probably held them as babies or something. I don't know. That's, that's creepy. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> and like, it's cool. Oh like it's no longer just a, a father figure protecting a child. It's this this child is at least their equal. Like they are sis, they are siblings in every truest of definition of the word. And so like it's no longer just a help uh poor defenseless child being protected. It's no, I watched you grow up. I watched you I helped you be created. And I and I feel a very strong attachment to you because you're important to me. Mm. Like that's so cool. <laughs> And we haven't gotten that before now, this episode. Mm -hmm. We're getting in the weeds. Echo is yeah, Echo's yeah. like, I understand you're upset, but I need you to chill. Because being upset <laughs> yeah. is not getting us there any faster. It's actually slowing us down. Yeah. You should have said, hey, why don't you uh, go ask Rector if he could take you for some... Um Mantel mix. <laughs> space popcorn. Hashtag space popcorn. Give us, <laughs> give us our Mantel mix. <laughs> Omega is determined to rescue Hunter from Daro. Echo says uh, they will, but reminds her that the ship needs to be repaired. She tells him to hand her the spanner. Uh, spanner is a British and Australian term for a monkey wrench. Uh, having fixed the hull, uh, Echo and Omega re-enter the Havoc Marauder, where Tech is working on getting the systems back online. Wrecker reports that he left Gregor with Sid, but that he was, she wasn't too happy about it. No, I, I don't see her being happy at all about this. I and mean, we never got any of her in this episode. But she keeps picking up strays. Oh, She's like, "You always bring trouble into my house." <laughs> and no more money for you. <laughs> uh, Tech says that they are up and running, but they uh, before they can set off, they receive a transmission from Hunter's Com. Tech informs the rest of the squad. That Hunter is no that, longer on Daro. No longer on Daro. I would have preferred this to be at the very beginning, actually. Yeah. Although I, I understand why they went first is because they keep... That's the... A, what what we just talked about is the A plot. Uh, and the B plot, it, the overarching B plot is uh, Hunter and... Crosshair? Crosshair. Um. <laughs> An Imperial shuttle uh, descends into the stormy atmosphere of Camino. Upon landing in Topoca City, Hunter is marched out of the ship by Crosshair and his elite squad troopers. They are greeted by Vice Admiral Rampart and several clone troopers. <laughs> Some of them are also, uh, like two or three of them, are also elite squad troopers that are in a dark gray, uh, very reminiscent of Clone Force 99's uh, colors, but not quite... Mm -hmm. um, Crosshair tells Rampart um, uh, First off, Rampart's like, where's the rest of them? And Crosshair says, they'll be here <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, he plans to intercept the rest of the Bad Batch upon their arrival Rampart speaks to Hunter, telling him that the destruction his squad caused on Ryloth got his attention Hunter does what he does best and just stares dark and brutally into the middle distance <laughs> Rampart leaves Hunter uh, to Commander Crosshair, telling him to stay on schedule. One of the elite squad troopers, uh, uh, TKESO2, uh, questions Crosshair's motives with his old squad, adding that she doesn't trust 
any of them. Rampart replies that if Crosshair's plan fails, none of them will be a problem anymore. Anyway, he tells her to keep an eye on things. I gotta say, this um, particular TK, uh, she's she's brighter than some of the other TKs that we've met. I this is I think this is the first speaking role given to a to a not like a non clone trooper mm-hmm. that survived the episode. Mm-hmm. I it depends. Bill, <laughs> uh, because like uh, Crosshair got his first uh, got his own troop the first time he went. Uh, the first time he joined back up with the Empire, and I mean, he shot one of them, so, yeah. which was the one that talked the most. So I think ESO two now is the most spoken clone trooper that's well, not dead yet. I think I mean these TK troopers they they um sorry you're fine my um my phone is uh dying. I uh, got like twenty percent battery. Um, let me plug my phone in. Hang on. Okay. Um. I mean, if you look at the, the TK troopers in episode four versus the TK troopers now, they're not as uh, shabby now as they were in episode four in in terms of you know firing accurately or. Anything like that. Um, I'm wondering if it's because they're volunteer rather than being uh, conscripted, or that has nothing to do with it, probably. Uh, they might also be like the first iteration trained by the clones. So, it- so you're saying it's different if they're trained by clones versus being trained by someone else, maybe? I'm thinking. Uh, I think it's a lot of things. But I do think that um, they could also be ex-Republic fighters. Uh, they could be... That's true. Uh, they could... they These military personnel, these people that became TK, uh, TK troopers, could, in fact, have fought in the Clone Wars for years. Probably. And they probably weren't underneath any TK numbers. They were probably just regular citizens. Yep. And then, so. then they got TK numbers and a full suit and a big old gun. Yeah. So nice. nice. Uh, we're getting off subject. So uh, while the Havoc Marauder travels through hyperspace, Tech warns that the Empire is using Hunter's Com to lure them into Camino, but he is uncertain as to why. Wrecker says that there is no turning back now. Definitely. Tech asks Omega if she is certain about the coordinates. Omega explains that the coordinates are to a landing pad that they can use uh, to get into Topoka City. Echo warns that every single platform on the planet will be swarming with troopers, and Omega says not this one and tells them to trust her. This is the first time that she has been useful in a way that um, the Bad Batch was not expecting. There is... Yeah. Her knowledge of Topoka City is invaluable and has proven invaluable on in this episode. Upon exiting hyperspace, Echo spots three cruisers above Camino and questions, where is the rest of the fleet? There are three Venator ships, uh, Venator-class ships, um, flying around, and ar- arguably, that's not a lot. Um, there were more... Uh, 
there were more trade federation ships uh, around Naboo in episode one. So, like, mm. this is a, a paltry sum of uh, imperial ships, armory. Yeah, yeah. Which means, well, they're probably still they're probably still building, you know, their armory. Yeah, because I, I mean, I know they got ships left over from the Clone Wars, but I mean, you know, they need to build bigger. Bigger guns, bigger toys to play with. I also think that these are the only three ships that are actually under Vice Admiral Rampart's command. Oh, so... So, since he's, I the, guess... he's the commanding officer here, they, he only has uh-huh. his ships. Yeah, so I... Wow, Tarkin doesn't trust him that much, does he? Uh, he might not have proven himself yet. As of right now, he hasn't done a lot of... Su- haven't had a lot of success on his own. No, well, Tarkin doesn't trust easily. Number one, number two, he's a piece of work. Um, I mean, look at look how he look how he treated uh, Director Krennic. Yeah, I mean, I know Krennic did a whole bunch of stuff that was well, not in Tarkin uh, Tarkin's. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Tar- Tarkin, Tarkin is Tarkin. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tech locks onto the coordinates and flies the Havoc Marauder through the stormy skies of Kamino, uh, uh, pretty close to the water, honestly. Uh, really scary. Uh, if you, if you don't know anything about water and, uh, water and flying ships, um, there are stories from, like, World War One and World War Two where these ships would, their engines would quit or they'd be shot down and they would go to hit the water and they would break open like a peanut shell. On on contact with water. Yes, because water, uh, water's surface area, depending on how fast you're going, uh, acts harder hurts, acts dude. harder than concrete. I mean, yeah, it hurts. I mean, if you're jump, if you're diving off a diving board or something like that, and if you're not careful, you know. Oh boy! Yeah, uh, the number not, the number I'm, one rule I'm, when you are I don't know why I remember this, but the number one rule with. Uh, jumping out of airplanes like skydiving um if your parachute fails or even if it doesn't fail do not aim towards water the the water will not help you it will hurt it will hurt less to land on solid ground Uh, it will hurt less to land on a rock than it will to land on water and what if you have no choice god help you i mean you're probably gonna break (laughs) your legs anyway but like now it's just gonna hurt real bad Anyway, yeah, unless, unless I mean, yeah, unless we were like <laughs> two feet in the water, I don't know. Woo, we are in the weeds today. Uh, <laughs> we are. Uh, te- uh, reaching the coordinates, Tech only sees water, but Omega tells Just him to go lo- lower. Echo reports that the yeah. ship scanners are detecting a large structure directly beneath them. A landing platform soon emerges from the ocean, like this is freaking Lego Star Wars, allowing the Havoc Marauder to dock. The Bad Batch and Omega exit the ship onto the platform. Wrecker thanks Omega, but Tex asks how we're supposed to get into the city, and gestures to the city that's a pretty good distance away. Yeah, because you ain't swimming, because I I know there's creatures in that water. Mm -mm, No, thank you. Uh, This brings up... Uh, Omega leads them to a tube system, which she activates by standing on a circular platform. I couldn't see the circular platform. I think my TV's I, messed up. It's It looked well, real dark. That's why you need to turn on the audio description. It'll tell you. This um, brings up a spherical carriage. Omega leads the Bad Batch inside, and they descend into the depths of the underground city. 
after I loved this. Yeah, it like, looked super cool. First, they, they, they could have easily done a ride on this. After going down the elevator shaft, their carriage enters a long, transparent steel covered tunnel. It's very reminiscent of the Gungan city uh, in Naboo. Oh, the Gungan. Oh, wow. I never thought of it that way. But like, I didn't even realize there was, there was a transparent steel. I thought it was just a track nope. mounted in the water. Uh, I know the Gungan city has uh, has like an orange tinge to it. Uh, this has uh, the transparent steel gives it uh, like a luminescent blue mm-hmm. color instead right. of and like really the, orange. Right. Well, the Gungan stuff, that's actually organic bubbles that they're inside. Yeah. Like gelatinous kind of material. This is a bit more of an updated technology. They also use this on the last planet and oh crap in uh fallen uh, star wars fallen order you get onto a, oh. a uh you go to another semi-aquatic planet that uh, that i don't remember the name of and you traverse tunnels that have transparent steel all over and you could see through the ocean and it looks really cool that is really really cool i i really hope we get some sort of ride like this at Disney, if they ever decided to give us a whole entire Star Wars world, not a land. I think they are. Wait, what? I think they are going to give us Star Wars land. I could be wrong. How? How? No, they I'm thinking of Galaxy's hotel. Edge. I'm. That's that's what it was. They need to just. They need to just expand the other parts and take all of the stuff out of Hollywood Studios and make Hollywood Studios Star Wars world. It's such a mess already. Yeah. It has no legit theming. Yeah. And yeah, you guys can be mad at me if you want. Send me an email. Send your complaint to Mackenzie Oliver VO at PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> Max, <laughs> someone in one days is asking you to do that. <laughs> I need coffee, and you could yell at me while I use your money to drink coffee. Uh, you need coffee? <laughs> coffee and coffee. Coffee! Uh... <laughs> Tech, I'm tracking again. Tech observes that this type of underwater transport is not documented on any schematics. Echo explains that Kaminoans keep a lot of secrets. Omega tells the clones that Nala Say told her about this underwater facility and that the tunnel leads to her private research lab. She says that there are, are others that run through all throughout Kamino. Sensing Omega so is anxious. Uh, Echo asks if she's okay. Omega uh, says that she is determined to save Hunter no matter what. Uh, no matter what. So is Nalase, do you Would we consider Nalase sort of like her mother? <laughs> Certainly more of a mother figure. Of a parental figure. I mean, yeah, technically she never... Omega never left to focus City before yeah. meeting up with the Bad Bats, but... You know, Nala say generally cared for her, I think. Yeah, definitely. We don't even know if she's... Is she alive still? We don't know. Y- yes, she is. As far as we're aware, uh, she is imperial under imperial custody. Uh-huh. All right. Carry on. So, uh, back at Topoka City, Hunter walks past a pair of stormtroopers with the new weird-looking helmets. 
When he asks where are all the regs, Crosshair asks when he when he started caring about them. Hunter also <laughs> notices that there are no Kaminoans present and realizes that the facility is being decommissioned. Hunter observes that Crosshair is not concerned about the Galactic Empire phasing out clones next. Crosshair points a gun at Hunter's chest and says, Not the ones that matter. Can we just... We just. This is just a masterclass in D in D. Bradley Baker's acting. The nuance, oh the nuance of this of Crosshair in comparison to all of the other clones is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Hunter is led to a control room where an elite squad trooper tells Crosshair that a ship was detected entering the system, but that they lost them below scanner range. Crosshair realizes that it is it that it's certainly the Bad Batch, all right. ESO two says that she will notify the squads, but Crosshair tells her not to bother because they will come to them. Uh, He adds that they don't leave their own behind most of the time. Hunter asks if he is trying to kill them, and Crosshair doesn't answer. Uh, That's my notes don't make any sense. So, like... He, uh, Hunter says, "We, you were trying to kill us. I didn't have a choice. We didn't have a choice." And Crosshair mm-hmm. looks him dead in the face and goes, "And I did." Here's my question, though. Yeah. Before we continue, uh, what is the significance of ESO two? ESO two is the one that spoke up and was like, "I don't trust these no, guys." No, no. I mean, what is this? What is the significance of her number? Uh, because there's, there's usually some significance to some of these numbers. Like, for example, R2-D2 was real two dialogues to um, FN-2187. Oh. It's actually the same. Oh, <laughs> wait. I'm looking it up. Um, She was one of the first... She was the one girl in what? Crosshair's first squad of oh. TK units. But, like, what does her actual number mean, though? Because, I mean, some of these numbers in Star Wars, they, like, are significant for other things. Like, because, I mean, you know, Princess Leia's cell was uh, cell block, no. Uh, her number was 287. That was the same for uh, Finn's uh, number. And when Luke and Han are saying that they're transferring Jubata from cell block 1138, that stands for TXX uh, 1138, mm-hmm. which is an experimental film that Lucas did before Star Wars. Oh, okay. So my question is, what does ES02 stand for? Does that simply stand for... Elite Squad. Episode Elite Squad. Oh, okay. It can also stand for episode two, Connor, if you took out the S. Yeah. <laughs> we are way in the weeds today. All right. So, uh, Hunter is led... All right, we already... You're there. Uh, the underwater carriage takes the Bad Batch and Omega into Nalase's secret lab. Omega explains that most in Topoka City don't know about this lab at all, and Tech notices that Hunter's comm is still active while Echo offers to tap into the system. Wrecker asks what is so special about this lab. It looks pretty boring and normal. Omega explains that this was where she was created and the rest of the Bad Batch were created as well. Um, She adds that she was present during the creation of Experimental Unit 99. That is very creepy. 
That's yeah. That's timey wimey wibbly wobbly garbage. I it, 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 <laughs> this and this like the speed, the like growth enhancement stuff is like sci-fi as heck, and it creeps me out. That, I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you read the novelization of Attack of the Clones, it goes into more detail on what Obi-Wan saw in regards to the training facilities. Yeah. It's really creeping how obedient they all were. Like, how they all got up and went to sleep at the same time, or ate at the same time. Um, Obi-Wan saw, like, one that was sitting in, like, a tube, like, bubble-type thing, like a, like a baby one with a thumb in their mouths. <laughs> It was really, really odd. Yeah, that's weird. Um, so, uh, Wrecker asked if this is true, <laughs> and Tech is like, "How am I supposed to know that?" Uh, Omega says that this is that it was only a short time before they were sent uh, to be with the other clones. Echo reports. Uh, that all the central files have been wiped from this computer and that there is nothing in the system. Wrecker agrees. Just then, the clones hear movement. All of them aim their weapons, but the source of the noise turns out to be AZ-3, voiced by Academy Award-winning voice actor Ben Diskin. The droid is relieved to see Omega and tells her that uh, soldiers were deactivating droids and forcing key Kaminoan personnel, medical personnel onto transports. Those that resisted were eliminated. When Echo asks if the clones did that, AZ-3 explains that this was the work of the other soldiers. He explains that all clone troopers were reassigned and transported off-world with the exception of CT-9004. Wrecker realizes that Crosshair is here. AZ-3 advises Omega to leave, but Omega is unwilling to abandon Hunter. Tech tracks Hunter's calm to the central cloning platform, and Omega invites AZ-3 along, telling the droid he is with them. At the central cloning platform, Hunter speaks with Crosshair, telling him that the Empire is occupying planets and silencing anyone who stands against them. He appeals to Crosshair, telling him that he knows that this isn't right. Crosshair tells Hunter that he doesn't see the bigger picture, but promises he will. Hunter tells Crosshair that the Empire is controlling him, using the inhibitor chip inside his head. Just then, alarms ring, and an unauthorized entry is reported on Platform 5. Crosshair is expecting the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch travel through a Platform 5, crossing a bridge and entering the corridor. As they enter the corridor, they avoid a Stormtrooper patrol carrying various objects on a transport. AZ tells Omega that these are not clone troopers. Uh, Echo adds that these are TK troopers like the ones they encountered on Daro. Continuing their travel, Tech tracks Hunter's calm. Wrecker leads the Bad Batch into a hall below the training group. Uh, the training room. Uh, since Crosshair is waiting, Tech tells his fellow clones that they will not be going through the main entrance, but through the lift. Echo and Wrecker tell Omega to stay below and to stay out of sight. If things go south, Echo tells Omega to contact Rex. The three clones ascend up the lift into the into the former training room and are immediately surrounded because they forget that Crosshair knows all of their tricks. A, a captive hunter is also present. <laughs> Crosshair greets his former comrades and tells them that they won't be needing their weapons. The Bad Batch, with a nod from Hunter, drop their weapons, prompting Crosshair to say that following orders is not so difficult. He asks where, uh, where's the kid? 
Wrecker tries to lie and claims they didn't bring her here, but Crosshair realizes he's lying and orders his troops to find the kid. Echo activates a beacon, and AZ-3 advises Omega to flee the research, just like Echo said. Uh, the research facility, just like Echo said. Omega is unwilling to abandon her mentors. AZ-3 warns that they will be in danger, but Omega has an idea. She starts activating all of the training droids. The Bad Batch and Crosshair's forces hear the noise. An elite squad trooper says that they are running out of time, but Crosshair orders them to hold their positions. Hunter asks if Crosshair intended to lure he them here in order to kill them. Crosshair says, if I were to kill you, I would have already done it. Uh, Hunter counters that they are that they are loyal to each other and not to the Empire. Crosshair, Crosshair says he was not loyal, that he wasn't loyal to him, and that he hasn't forgotten uh, Hunter and the rest of the Bad Batch's betrayer, uh, betrayal. Uh, and he says that he is going to offer Cross the rest of the Bad Batch something that he was not offered, a chance. And this is when I started to be like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. My boy's got plans. Let's see how the, <laughs> see where this goes. Yeah, when I was when I heard this, I thought, "Ooh, is he going to insert chips into all of them?" But as they're probably going to reveal in just a couple moments, all of you continue. Actually, <laughs> ESO two finds Omega and Crosshair and orders her. What? And Omega and Crosshair. Uh, sorry, uh, ESO two finds Omega, and when she reports back, Crosshair orders her via comlink to send. Uh, the kid on a shuttle off world. Hunter pleads with him not to, but Crosshair says that it's for her own good and for theirs as well. Uh, he says to stop pretending to be something he's not. Uh, he tells Hunter to let Omega go in order to protect the kid and to stop pretending that he's something he's not. Yeah, I just read that out loud. Uh, Crosshair <laughs> uh, says that they are, uh, they're not like the regs and that they are superior and that the Empire cannot protect the galaxy without strength. He adds that this is what they were made for, and invites the Bad Batch to be brothers again. Just then, Tex sees a bright light uh, below and motions to his comrades. Hunter asks why, hey, Crosshair why they should trust him. Crosshair orders his elite squad to stand down, but they say, nah. When they refuse, <laughs> Crosshair swiftly shoots all of them yeah. with one bullet. Crosshair is, it, is, it, is that like a scatter bullet? Nope. Or a scatter blast? It was all ricochet. It was one blast and it bounced around and it bounced around them at, in a complete circle and it shot each one of them individually in the chest. Is that a setting? Can you do that? Uh he can. Because he's huh. uh he might have specific guns that that bounce better. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, also, he hits something on the side of the wall that you see uh, smoking in the next scene and the next camera angle, uh, where he had hit the he'd hit something reflective on the wall, which started the ricochet. Mm -hmm. Max, I tell you, you you look very cartoony. <laughs> I do. I look end. whitewashed. Hold well on. <laughs> there we go. Now I yeah. now I look like a normal person. <laughs> I just have to hold yeah. this paper up the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, 
Just then, Tech... Uh, when they refuse, Crosshair shoots them. Crosshair asks if, it, if this answers his question. ESO2 orders Omega to move it, but, sa- but she says that she is in the middle of something. AZ3 rams one of the storage compartments into her, knocking her out. Omega thanks AZ, and the two of them leave quickly. Crosshair tells Hunter and the rest of the Bad Batch that they are meant to be more than drifting through the galaxy. He appeals for them to stop running and to join the Empire in order to have purpose again. The Bad, Back, the bad Batch look at each other. Hunter counters the cro- to Crosshair that Crosshair doesn't get who they are. Crosshair tells them not to make the same mistake twice and to not become his enemy. Hunter looks sad and responds that they were never enemies. Just then... All the training droids start bursting into the room. And they're wearing havoc, let me tell you that. Uh, Hunter pushes Crosshair down, saving him from a hail of blaster bolts. Wrecker asks who turned the droids on. Tech responds that it wasn't his doing. The Bad Batch exchange fire with the droids in a massive firefight while Hunter punches Crosshair. AZ-3 thinks that Omega... Uh, may have activated too many droids. Uh, Hunter and Crosshair fight in an unarmed combat while exchanging fire with the training droids. Crosshair joins the firefight to protect himself and his friends uh, and his former comrades. Together, the Bad Batch complete once more, fight their way through the training droids. <coughs> Woo! I didn't bring water today. Uh, Meanwhile, ESO2 seals the exits to the training chamber because she sees the droids are fighting and Crosshair is fighting alongside his old comrades and there's a bunch of her friends that are dead on the floor. So he so naturally, she calls Rampart and is like, yo, uh, Crosshair has lost control of the situation. Rampart orders that all remaining forces to be pulled out and tells her to let the clones die together. The Bad Batch and Crosshair join forces to shoot down the training droids while ESO-2 escapes on a shuttle orbiting uh, into an orbiting Venator-class Star Destroyer. Venator... Uh, that was the last sentence. Vice Admiral Rampart informs uh, Governor Tarkin... Uh, because yep. he's not Grand Moff yet, uh, that no, all essential personnel have been evacuated from Kamino. Tarkin asks uh, about the chief scientist. Uh, Rampart reports that the chief scientist and the cloning technology are now under imperial control. Tarkin allows him, uh, says, you may fire when ready, just like he did in episode four, and it brings me joy. Uh, Rampart orders the crew of the Star Destroyer to move... All three Star Destroyers to move into position. As the clones finish battling the training droids, Hunter and Crosshair turn to face each other. And the clones and Omega converge onto Crosshair. Holding a pistol, Hunter tells Crosshair to forget the Empire and offers to help him remove his inhibitor chip. Crosshair reveals to everyone that his chip was removed a long time ago. So this was, this was a shocker to me. Mm-hmm. When when did he get his ship taken out? Was it in episode one, or was it way before that? Because Crosshair is implying that it was way before this. I don't know, and he could be bluffing. Hmm. Well, he's a smart guy. He is he a smart guy, bluff. but I think after he exploded, he hasn't been the same. When we have to oh, 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 since, yeah, I forgot about that. Since all of them got their inhibitor chips taken out and they had to fight their way out and, like, they t- 
turned on a Venator class Star Destroyer engine right onto Crosshair's face. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't so acted the same. Before no, then, he, he was cool, calm, creepy, collected, and conniving. <laughs> he would shoot at the kid, or mm-hmm. he would wound an, an enemy so that the other enemies would come out of hiding, like World War II villain stuff. Mm-hmm. And so after maybe, that, he didn't do that. Maybe he had his ship taken out way before episode three, and then maybe it was maybe a new ship was put back into him. I don't know. And maybe now this ship is there. I don't know. That's that's a lot to think about. And maybe he was told that it was removed, but it was only updated. Oh, so maybe it was updated, and now that ship is damaged. No, uh, upgraded. I think they did upgrade it. No, no, I'm saying maybe after he got hit with the uh, engine blast, yeah, he got damaged. Then that makes sense. Because I don't think we've had uh, seen him go into any more of those little tubes after that. Yeah. When Hunter asks when he got his chip removed, Crosshair says, asks if it matters. And that this is who he is. Before Crosshair could shoot, Hunter stuns him. Omega hugs Hunter, who apologizes for bringing her back to Camino. Omega replies that she did the same for her. Hunter and Matt examines Crosshair's head. Um, and doesn't see a scar. I didn't see a scar. Did you see a scar? Uh, on your description said there was a scar behind his ear. That's not where it was. Huh. That's, uh, that's a, that is the, like, the back right of his head is exploded mm-hmm. from when he took an engine to the face. Right. Uh, all okay, of the, well, all but- of the scars from when they got their inhibitor chip taken yeah. out were the front right of their skull, of their forehead. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. That's what he was looking for. Des- I didn't see it. Yeah, okay. My audio description wasn't that specific. I mean, it, it tries to be as specific as possible, but, you know. You got, they have, like, mere seconds to do it before the next dialogue. Anyway. They do. They really do. And I don't know how many times they're given to watch these kind of episodes or films or whatever. Tech informs Hunter that three Venators are descending onto Poker City and that they have to leave now. After disarming Crosshair, uh, Hunter tells Wrecker to carry him since he is coming with him. Uh, Omega nods in agreement. The clones flee with AZ-3 while running through the corridors. The episode is interspersed with stills of the Bad Batch's uh, barracks, the cloning facility, and mess halls. Aboard the Venator, an Imperial officer confirms that they are in position. Vice Admiral Rampart orders the guns... uh, to bombard Camino City, and the Bad Batch are caught in the bombardment and flee back inside the building. To, uh, parts of Topoka City sink into the oceans of Camino, and we cut to a very sad black screen. Wow. Yeah! That was an explosive ending. Um, and it really, it really throws off. I mean, it doesn't throw off, but it's really... Um, it's interesting that uh, Dave Filoni decided to take out Focus um, City this way. Yeah, I don't because I don't really understand it. To, well, Focus City, we um, it does show up later on in the old canon universe. So, I mean, not that I expect anything different now, but you know, it's just kind of. 
it's strange, I think, probably to most people that have read some of the old canon books and know that the Poker City lasts a whole lot longer than this. Um, but, I mean, hey, I mean, I think this is the great end to that particular area. And, you know, that, that particular city, so... But that begs the question, did they rebuild it? I don't because, know. Is, because Dr. Pershing from Mandalorian, he's from Camino, mm-hmm. But he's not a Camino. Right. So I wonder if they have built a whole new facility. So um, predictions. Are they all alive, the Bad Batch? Yes, but I don't know if Crosshair is going to be okay. Do you think they escape back into the tunnel? I think so. I think they will. Through the lab? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, I figured that would be the only way they could escape if they got to that lab in time. Um, what do you have predictions coming up for the next episode? Because I've been hearing some rumblings about this final episode. That it was really going to be a big plot twist, and it's going to be really sad. Uh, that's that's all that I've heard. I've heard that it's going to be that it's going to be a plot twist, and it's going to be sad. Mm-hmm. I, Do you think we're also going to get a cameo from somebody that's going to drastically change what the way we see um, see Star Wars? I don't know. What do you have they in mind? They always say this. They always say this kind of stuff when it comes to different episodes of different shows and different films. Um, I don't really have anybody in mind. I mean, it's still possible we could see Ahsoka mm-hmm. in the very final episode. Um, hopefully we'll get Rex in one last episode. But, I mean... I don't know. It's kind of up in the air at this point because they've rescued Hunter. They've taken Crosshair with them. Mm-hmm. Tapoca City is blown up. They're probably okay. And Sid's okay because they didn't come <laughs> for them on... Yeah. Uh, Ord Mantel. At Ord Mantel. That's what I was worried yes. about. I was worried that they weren't going to catch him. Before last episode, I was fully committed to crosshair following their footsteps and burning uh burning a like like just like the civil war he's just gonna burn every city uh on the way you know what mm-hmm. i mean like I, I was i was worried for all of their friends i mean i wasn't thinking about that but i, I totally expected this episode to be a like a, like a committee episode. All right, gather our allies. Yeah. Here's Rex. Here's Ahsoka. If she was coming into the story at all, um, I've heard a lot of people talk about Grogu showing up in this. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I think that's I a stretch. Uh, that might be a totally big stretch. I I, I don't expect to see Grogu at all. Because well, um, like Grogu is Grogu is a is a baby. Right. So we little he's, baby. <laughs> he's, he's a baby, but he's still 50 years old. Yeah, but, so, and, and a baby. Right. Well, actually, he's less than 50 at this point. 
Um, and we don't even know we don't even know where Grogu is. Right. Um, and that brings up a whole another range of possibilities. I don't want to get into right now because that's not part of this topic. Um, how long do you think this last episode is going to be? Thirty. I think to, it's going to be. I think it's going to be about the same. Episode? Yeah, like twenty-five minute episode. I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like it might be an, another uh, hour-long episode, like from the very like the beginning. Unless you think there's not enough material to cover, and I think an now that episode. I think now that they have another season confirmed, I think that they can they can trim the fat more. Now that they don't have to, hmm. now that they don't have to tell their entire story in one go, you know what I mean? True, true. Um, yeah. So I don't really know much else to really, you know, think about when it comes to this next episode. Um, I don't know what the title is going to be. I mean, it's probably going to say the finale part two, and then we'll probably get like a secret title at the beginning. A death in the family kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I also wanted to mention, because you reminded me of this earlier when you were discussing um, when you brought up Star Wars Lego. Yeah. October 1st, people, there is a, another holiday special being released on Disney Plus. This time it is inspired uh, for Halloween. It's, gonna it's be another Star Wars uh, Lego special. Sith. And I, be- definitely. I believe... Yeah, I believe there's uh, going to be some interesting stuff that happens. Um, it's set after the rise, the rise of Skywalker. I don't know why they keep doing this after the rise of Skywalker. Granted, I don't think none of this, any of this is canon, but you know, it should be a fun kind of sit down and you know, laugh, uh, laugh out loud kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max, do you have any final thoughts? Anything? We did go into the weeds a lot. We did, and I'm gonna have to trim a lot of that, but that's fine. I think we're. I think this is gonna just be a one parter. Uh, I think this yeah. is gonna try to be just fine. Yeah, we. Um, for those of you who didn't pick on pick up on it, we were almost thinking that this would be a double episode or a two part episode because we had a bunch of news to cover. But it ended up being not as much as we thought because most of the stuff you could read on our Facebook page. And plus, I thought this episode was going to be a bit longer. Um, but there you have it. Just one single episode. We got one more episode left in this first season of The Bad Batch. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we do have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352 where you can see all the articles that Peyton and I loosely summarized and you can see the cool pictures of what the food is going to look like on the Star Wars cruise. Uh, our Instagram and Twitter are at SU352Podcast. Uh, hey, Peyton, what's our email? Our email is specialunit352 at gmail.com. That's correct. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening app because that is the only way we show up at algorithms. We look forward to talking with you guys next week. And as Peyton always says, May the force be with you.